Last time on Queer Dungeoneers. The party took to the air. Benedict, now going by Manny, took control of the ship in order to steer it towards death's door, which I'm sure is 100% good and will have no consequences. Forget about that though, there's a dragon! It is a dragon. Yes! yes! <laughs> <laughs> Neil like squishes her face right up to the portal and is like, what? Well, give me scurvy like a sailor what hasn't seen an apple in seven days and seven nuts. Was that a dragon? Oh my god! Holy crap, they exist. It's a dragon, it's a dragon, it's a real, actual. <laughs> I'm going to run up to the top deck. Can I roll spout law about the dragon? Eleven. What element of the dragon are you interested in? Anything. Do you Can I turn me? into it? A dragon is the sort of beast you could turn into depending on what type of dragon it is, basically. If it's the sort of, like, ancient sentient dragons, then you can't turn into them because they're not really beasts. Mm. They're basically people. If it's sort of just a creature that's a big scaly dragon, then yes, you could hypothetically turn into one if you had time to study it. Something to know about dragons is that while many of the sapient ones make deals with people and get along peacefully, the ones that are more like beasts are very territorial. Okay, and turn to the others. This is very exciting and very cool. Ah, uh, Kramori, you probably already know this. We could be in a lot of trouble. Yeah, um, potentially. I'm sorry, I'm having quite a lot of trouble processing what's going on right now. No, 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 me too. This is so cool, but also very terrifying. <laughs> it's both of those things. You hear sort of shouting from the cockpit. Down! Go down! Down! Romeo! Why, what are you... Shh! It knows we're here. It just hit us. <laughs> did it? Or did it accidentally? You hear another sort of huge roar coming into the ship as the dragon comes up along the side and almost, like, peers into the windows. Never mind, it knows we're here. Jolene waves. <laughs> <laughs> well, they are territorial creatures, but they are not unreasonable. We need to get down and out of its space. Well, aren't you the captain? Romeo is just desperately pulling the levers back and forth, but they're not doing anything as the wheel just sort of keeps very slowly rotating with many attached to it. Um, many. Uh, yes. There's like a sky wagon. They call it a, a dragon outside. And we are kind of like in its space. Do you think you can like off-road it down a bit and then sort of come back? Like, you, you feel me on that? The path demands we go this way. But like... If we were to go off the beaten path, can we then go back on the path easily later? The path is bringing us this way. The destination grows closer. Yeah, so, so I hear you. But I don't think you're hearing me. It stands to reason that Patsy is completely 100% right in this particular case. Why won't you listen, you stupid piece of metal? So we got like two options. Um, we can just sort of take the reins or we can punch the sky wagon. Let me see if I can talk to it since it knows we're here. 
Yeah, sure. Nim climbs the ladder up onto the roof of the ship and calls out, Yoo-hoo! Excuse me! In a huge guttural roar, it says, That sounds like animal common, but I couldn't quite hear you. It's very windy. Please get out of my space. We're trying! What? We're trying! Hang on, come on my back. <laughs> it gets like really, really close and makes room for you to get on its back. Nib's just like freaking out <laughs> in a good way. Oh my god, oh my god, okay. <clears throat> and I'll jump onto the dragon's back. Okay, can you hear me now? Yes, can you hear me? Yes. Should I crawl up closer to your ears? That'd be great. Okay. Okay, cool. Uh, 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 uh. By the way, for everyone else, this isn't like a nice chat. This is... <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> Everyone's just inside like, well, Nim's dead. This is my territory. You have to leave. You have two minutes. We're just passing through. We're trying to lower our ship, but it's being, it's controlled by a magical sword. I rule these skies for a hundred miles. Go down. You can't have the skies. We don't want the skies. Don't get down. We're trying. Look, in the event that we cannot get down or lower our altitude, is there something we could give you for safe passage through your land? I have been alive for a thousand years without needing the goods of people. What could you possibly offer me? Information? Information about what? The nature of death? I don't care about the nature of death. I don't plan to die. <laughs> That's very naive. <laughs> Wait, you know the power too. I can feel it in your ship. <laughs> you are connected to that which falls. In a roundabout way, yes. It will fall soon. I can feel that. Uh-huh. Tell me where it will fall and you can have this space for now. You can travel through here. If I tell you, what do you plan on doing? That is none of your concern. Do you want the power for yourself? That is none of your concern. That's a yes. I was born from this power. Wait, what? I want more of it so I can grow. Wait, what? Wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> You're a starry dragon? All dragons are starry dragons. Grimoire is gonna love this. Where will it fall? If I tell you, do you promise not to hurt anyone? I will hurt no one except those who tried to hurt me. That's fair enough. Do you know where Molten Gorge is? What? Molten Gorge. Do you know that it's like a big ring of volcano? It's a bad place. It's back in Concordia. I think I can find it from here. You're free to go. The dragon swoops back in with its head very close to the ship window where you can crawl back in. Before I go, what's your name? None have named me. What should I call you then? That will come after. Okay, well, my name's Nim. I will remember you, Nim. And then it sort of does like a swoop down and does a 180 turn and goes back the other way. 
and I climb down the ladder. My hair's all like wild and windblown, and I just like run up to Cremora, and I'm like, Cremora! Yes. What have you found out? What have you found out? What have you found out? I just tell her everything. <laughs> <laughs> and the dragon, they're born of the same power, and the dragon's gonna be a molten god, and we we might have an ally in molten Cremora just passes out. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> This is what we call a lore dump, is when you give lore and then Cremora gets dumped onto the floor. (laughs) (laughs) That night, Patsy, you're in your cabin and you hear a rustle. Uh, and look around, um, oh jeez. You don't see anything at first because... The figure standing in your room is very still and quite short. And standing in your room is a little human girl with blonde hair. So I thought you were Jolene, but then, like, my eyes adjust to it. Who's Jolene? Um, someone I met through work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, work friend. I've never worked before. It can be a freeing thing. There's a lot of careers out there. Pine lugger, a pine treater, a woodworker, carpenter, and professional gambler. I wanted to be a doctor. Oh, that's a a noble profession. Do your best against the clerics, as they say. It's a competitive field. (laughs) Mum said I could be a doctor when I grew up, but when am I going to grow up? Given time, I'm like X thousand years old where X is the correct number because I forgot. X is 0.5. <laughs> so yeah, I know. I, I've been going for quite a while. I'm 250, I think. Oh, wow, wow. Um, Where are we going? What? Where are we going? Uh, I think we're going to like the edge of things like you know where you have a house and there's there's a wall i think we're going like to the wall of everything why are we going there what's there uh, uh, uh work i guess for us yeah work i got a job we're gonna do and then yeah can i be a doctor there i guess so i don't know how the uh, healthcare is there but some of us are scared Okay, um... I wanted to talk to you, because you're not like the others. Yeah, true. Um, I I never caught your name. What's your name? And she seems to be in a little bit of pain trying to remember. Uh, uh, it's all good, I... Rebecca? Rebecca? Oh, there you go. You actually remembered it. Well, you, you do that quicker than I did. Well, Rebecca, uh... Sometimes the journey's a bit scary, but... It's the path that leads to somewhere. I mean, if you stay around not doing what you need to do, then you'll never become what you need to become. Hmm. So I'm just realizing because I like remembered like five, maybe like seven people on this ship or something. Because we went through the entire ship pegging dice. That was funny. Yeah, yeah, it was good times. I didn't see yous around, and... Well, there's a lot of us on here. What? There's my mommy, and there's... Oh, oh, our, our leader is Benedict. He's really nice. There's hundreds of us on here. There's many of you. 
Many. Ah. We all feel like we have to go to the destination, but we're really scared, some of us. We can't go anywhere else, you know what I mean? We can't stop going there now that we're going there, but we also don't want to. Will we be able to come back? It's... It's a rough issue. It's, um... I don't want to demean you or give you false answers. Because I honestly don't know how it is where you're going. I know we're going there to make it better than it has been. But as a fellow person who has not been going where we've been going, you lose a lot in that time, but most of all, you lose what made coming back special. And while it is hard to let go of people and places and dreams... Sometimes staying away from where you need to go means you can never grow into what you might become. So, Patsy, will you stay with us? I'll honestly have to find out. One thing I can say for certain, there will come a day where I will join you, and I'll be very happy to do so. Thanks for talking to me. Uh, no problem. It's a nice conversation, and sometimes the best uh, chats we have are with people who don't know what we're each talking about. (laughs) And, uh, I think she fades away. Let's find out what our next prompt is. Okay, I'm picking up the paper now. Can you rattle lots of paper for me? Here we go, I'm picking up a piece of paper. Oh my god, this is so stupid. (laughs) I can't wait. Another two days pass. You're down to 17 days. (laughs) I mean, Dinosaur Volcano Island is coming up soon, and uh, I guess if we keep going in this trajectory, which uh, the ship starts turning, I guess we won't, because the ship just is constantly turning back and forth. Do you know how much quicker we could have gotten here if we could just go in a straight line? (laughs) Kind of not how it works. Oh, well, at least we're not using up fuel. He flicks the fuel gauge, which is still full. I feel like this is very disconcerting in some way. And we should be worried about it, but we're not. (laughs) Is Manny powering the ship, do you think? Of course we are. It's the least we can do, since you've given us this vessel. Okay, well, that was easy. Uh, Manny. Yes. By powering the ship, do you become from many to fewer? No, don't worry about us. Souls have a lot of power. A lot of residual power. So you are powering it through souls? Yes. Uh, I'll just come out and say it. Are you destroying souls by powering this ship? We are not. Okay. We have lots of power to feed from peacefully. Are you irreversibly harming souls by powering the ship? Your concern is for naught. Okay, well, I am partially allayed of my ethical quandaries. <laughs> <laughs> for everyone but Nim, you start hearing the sound of a noisy flock of seagulls going. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> but to Nim specifically, you hear. You Unionize! Unionize! Smash the system! Owls! 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 Owls!
And it's not long before seagulls start beating against the windows of your vessel. They found us. <laughs> Who's found us? The communists. Hey, 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 give us chips. Give us chips. You gotta share your chips. They want chips. Everyone, you gotta share your chips. We don't have chips, though. Do we have any potato products? I won them fair and square from the casino. Uh, they ain't never taken my chips. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're not gonna give us their chips. Ah, oh, dirty people. Hey, wait. That one's got blue swirls. Oh my god, that's our union representative in there! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's Nime! <laughs> and they all start going, Nime! 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 Nim <laughs> just kind of sinks to the floor with her head in her hand. Follow them as far as they go! Save me! <laughs> Nime, what have you been doing to assure equal rights for us birds? I open the portal. Alright, listen up. <laughs> Your cause is just and righteous. Yeah. However. <laughs> Sign our petition. <laughs> One of them flies over with a wrapper that just has a bunch of scratches on it from seagull feet. Sign our petition. Okay. okay. And I like turn my finger into a claw and just. <laughs> oh, she signed our petition. Fantastic. You're doing good work. You're doing <laughs> doing the work that needs to be done. However, <laughs> so there cannot be any destruction of capitalism if there is no world left for the destruction of capitalism to occur in. Yes? But if there's no world, there's no capitalism. That's not how that works. I mean, it is, but I need you to turn around. Why? You're an ambassador. You're just running away from him. From I'm not running. I'm no, 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 not running away. This is my side hustle. These are my work friends. Work friends? You have a job? It's not paid. Oh my god! Our ambassador's not being paid. It's okay. It's okay. Equal work. Equal pay! Oh. Equal work! Equal pay! We'll help you, Neme! We'll take out the eyes of these bastards! No, 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 it's, it's like a voluntary, it's a voluntary job. I know what I signed up for. Saving the world is reward in itself. So wait, do we get paid for flying in this flock? We get paid an experience? Well, that's not very fair. See, so it's equal, equal, equal pay. Between us, right? <laughs> zero equals zero, I think. If you do work, you should be paid for it. Oh under, my god. Under capitalism. But you should be compensated in some way. I'm being compensated fairly and justly. I think we need to take a deep internal look at our organization. I think so too. And you know what? You need to find a nice island rock to sit on where you can do that and then back that away. No, actually, we're going to Dinosaur Volcano Island to unionize the dinosaurs. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Excellent. Well, have fun. Good luck. Stay strong. Fight for the cause. I'll see you on the flip side. All right, thank you. You've given us a lot to think about, Nime. Stay strong and make sure you tell the edge of the world about us. Will do. Wait. What? And they fly over with a blank piece of paper. Get as many people as you can to sign our petition. Okay. Thank you. Nim slams the portal shut. 
does this ship go any faster? (laughs) (laughs) That was stupid. (laughs) QD is problematic, takes deeply confusing stance about communism through the lens of communism. (laughs) So it's another two days. We come in on nighttime again. Jolene, you're stirred awake as you kind of hear footsteps leaving your room. She grabs the knife that's under her pillow and, like, quietly looks around. The rack where you keep your weapons has been disturbed and Lenny is missing. Uh Uh-oh. She's going to creep out of bed and get closer to her disturbed weapons to see if she can see any, like, clues that might tell her who stole Lenny. There's sort of no other trace of anything. Almost too much. There's actually some dust in the area that you would expect would have been disturbed when someone would have picked up something off of the rack that hasn't been disturbed. Okay. She's gonna grab her invisibility cloak and put it over her pajamas, and then if there's nothing in her room, she'll leave to go looking for Lenny. You leave the room, and as you do, you creep out into the hallway. And you can see Lenny floating, almost taking steps down the hallway. Her head is just going to tilt sideways, like, what? And then she's going to very quietly follow after Lenny to see what he does and whether or not she can backstab whoever it is, invisible, carrying it. Eventually, the dagger reaches a door that you recognize to be your father's room, and the door starts to creak open. Okay, she says that out loud and like lunges for the floating Lenny. As soon as you say okay, the dagger sort of spins around and a form appears of a fairly like fit uh, woman probably in like her late 30s with brown hair. Uh, what are you doing? And also give me back my knife. Why should I give you back your knife? Because it's mine. You know, this knife is two people. It's not really yours. Yeah, but that doesn't make it yours either. Who are you anyway? Me? I'm, uh... And she clutches her head again, looking quite pained. Um... Gabriel. I have to kill the man in that room. Why? That man that you call Captain. He meddles with the, with the switches every day, and it doesn't do anything, but... We can't afford to have him steer us off our course. Well, lucky for you, my uh, work friend's sword is the one who's steering the ship. So no matter what that guy does, the captain does, nothing's going to change it from going wherever it needs to go. So there's literally no point in trying to kill him. What if he sabotages the ship itself? Take a look at the guy. Do you really think someone like that is going to be able to sabotage something? Mm, Probably only by accident. Yeah, exactly. So there's no point in killing him. Anyone can sabotage this ship by accident. You basically have to kill all of us to prevent that. Hmm. No, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) We don't seek to bring any more misery than necessary. All right, we won't kill the captain. I have fears that there are plans afoot. Plans to keep us from our destination. You are workmates with these people. You could say that. You need to find who on your side wants to stop the ship. 
will I try and find the people on my side? Are you telling me that there's a traitor? I think there might be. Help me find the traitor, and we can get where we need to go. Deal? Deal. Jolene probably goes talk to Cremora while there's no one else around. So during the next day, where does Jolene manage to find Cremora alone? I think Cremora spends a lot of time reading and researching and practicing. So I think she's found maybe somewhere in the hold where she can just set up a space to read and or practice with magic missile. Just as Cremora is about to fire off a magic missile, Jolene like slams the door open and goes, Hey, what up? <laughs> oh, were you doing something here? Uh, no. Yeah, it definitely looks like you weren't doing anything here. That's fine. And she hops up onto one of the boxes that are nearby and starts using it as a seat. <sighs> what can I do for you? How have you been? You know, like with the whole um, transforming into a avatar of a eldritch god from outer space and, you know, being transformed back. Um, it wasn't ideal, but I think there's too much going on for me to have a proper emotional reaction. Well, okay. That power you have is dangerous. And I'll be honest, I don't trust my ability to stop you. The armor was segmented at the joints and just at the base of the back of the neck. You're not quite getting what I'm getting at, but that's not the issue. If you'd need me to kill you, I'm not sure whether or not I could follow through. That's what I mean. Killing you would hurt Nim. It'll hurt Patsy as well. It'll it'll hurt me. And that's the thing that That's the thing that I care about the most. And I think it's unfair that you want me to kill you if you lose control. Julian, I'm so sorry. I I mean I thought if I lose control I can't guarantee that I won't hurt you all anyway, but I won't ask you to do that again. But thank you for um, honouring my wish, I guess. Also selfish as hell wish. And I'm still kind of mad at you about that, but... You have every right to be. I wasn't thinking. Um, I'm gonna trust you, okay? Because I think, at the very least, you're one of the few people who want to see this through to the end. There's a traitor on board. Someone doesn't want us to reach the end of the world. And I know this because I think a ghost named Gabriel tried to free me for murdering my dad. Okay. I think we can confidently rule out any of us. Mm. Meaning it's either a member of the crew or a stowaway. If it's a member of the crew, my money's on Greasy Daniel. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's horribly disconcerting. We should get on that and make sure that that person does not stop us from getting to the edge of the world. That would be bad. I'm going to take this moment to roll the next event. That's another animal one. Just re-roll it. No, actually, I'm going to go with it. Okay, how about I go find him and you can go find Patsy? Okay, let's do that. And we'll meet back in here? Yeah. Runs off to find Nim. As you run off to do these things, you hear a voice boom over the intercom. Attention fellow passengers, I'm afraid to say 
that someone on this ship is not working with our best interest, for they have released the snakes from the cargo hold. No. <laughs> oh my god! Thanks for listening. Prison Pals just released their final Pride Week episode, a Wizard School one-shot with players from all of the podcasts that participated in the rest of the event. That includes Ursula. You can find a link to that in the description below. Till next time, bye! Okay, well my name's Nim. I will remember you, Nirme. Ni- wait. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a power move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My name's Nim. I will remember you, Nirme. <laughs> oh, today's off the rails at a good. Oh, this is amazing.